0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. I want us to uh, look at this passage here in Philippians as we go to the Lord. and ask for His direction, and uh, what we're to see and hear by His Spirit. Father, we thank You that Your Word was inspired by the Holy Spirit. We thank You that Your own record, Jesus, is saying that the words that You speak unto us, they are Spirit and they are life. We thank You that You prayed that the Father would sanctify us in the truth, and then You prayed, Thy Word is truth. We thank you for your holy and mighty word that is endures forever, that is full of life and power. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to give us revelation of your word today in Jesus' name, amen. Well, we see in the the greeting, and I will skip through this very quickly to get to where we are today. If you want to go back and study the last two hours of teaching, it's for you there on the website, Paul and Timothy, um, under the direction of the Holy Spirit spoke to all the saints the true believers in the lord in philippi and he called out those leaders those overseers and deacons elders bishops overseers being spiritual uh, the spiritual oversight over the body of christ and deacons having to do with serving the procedural and and the regular common uh, operation of the body of christ and He gives his greeting, and then he says in verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always, in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. Prayer was the heart, not only of the Lord Jesus' ministry, prayer was the heart of the Apostle Paul's ministry. Always, in every prayer of mine, I'm making requests for you all with joy. That, your fellowship. In the gospel from the first day until now that you'll be confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus God not finished with you if he has if he has started a good work in you he will be faithful to complete it now you may go through issues and times where it looks dark and you don't know uh, so much whether he's hearing your prayer or not you need to be confident of this very thing and here is a record from the Lord that he who started and began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. I wonder if some of you have uh, such a burdened heart today for people for whom you've prayed, people that you love and you've prayed for them for so long, and it doesn't seem like anything's happening. If the Lord has started a good work, he will be faithful to complete it. He's working on something whether you see it or not. God is eternal, He's seen the end from the beginning, and He is working on something. A good work that He has started, He will be faithful to complete it until that day of the Lord Jesus when we all see Him and are joined in Him. He says, it's right for me to think this of you because I have you in my heart. You wouldn't be here today if you didn't believe that your spiritual leadership had you in their heart. If you have spiritual leadership that doesn't have you in their heart, you might want to ask the Lord what you're doing. In their heart. And what he's talking about, he he prays. And notice he prays for his people. He loves them. And he says, you're with me. Verse 7, you're with me in my chains. Remember, Paul was in prison now. This was about 61 A.D. Paul was in prison again for the ministry of the gospel, and the Jewish religious leaders felt like he was delivering people away from their Judaism when all he was doing was fulfilling their Judaism in Christ. But he would be arrested, and the Roman government got very, very nervous about the fact that there was such chaos, the Romans being having occupation over um, most of Europe in those days. And he said, I pray that your love may abound still more and more in all knowledge and all discernment. He said, I long for you. And then you remember that the last two Sundays we've looked at verse 12. I want you to know that the things which have happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. (coughs) How does getting thrown in jail turn out to the furtherance of the gospel? We'll read on to the next verse. It has become evident to the whole palace guard. Those are the elite Roman soldiers that guard the very residence of the emperor of Rome. So Paul by the providence of God, was placed in imprisonment by the elite Roman soldiers, and he took the opportunity to share with them the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, my circumstances have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. We've been asking ourselves the last couple of times we met together, have my circumstances turned out for the furtherance of the gospel? I don't know about you, but when bad circumstances happen to me, a lot of my prayers seem to at first be centered around, God, get me out of this. I know I'm the only one in here that feels that way. (coughs) It takes me a while to say, Lord, you're trying to do something here and help me to be a part of this. Our cooperation speeds up what God is trying to do. And Paul says, my circumstances have turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. And you see, the Philippians believed that because they know that when Paul and Silas came to Philippi, it took a very short time for them to be beaten severely and placed in the Roman prison. And you remember, God sent the earthquake, removed their shackles, and they were able to witness to the Roman Uh, guard, he and his whole family were saved and baptized. A demon-possessed girl became a member of what God was doing there in Philippi and Lydia who led a Bible study and prayer meeting on a riverbank he introduced to the Lord. So they had seen that when he was in prison they began to pray and sing praises That's when the Lord sent the earthquake. So maybe we should understand that whatever circumstances we're in, God is big enough to turn it into our ministry. I said whatever circumstances we find ourselves in, depending on the attitude of our heart, God can turn it into our ministry. Paul was speaking about something that he was living. This He didn't make this up somewhere. And then he said the result of that was not only were these people coming to, the, the elite Roman guard were hearing the gospel. Most of, the breath, most of those who had heard the gospel over all these years that I've been ministering, they became more confident by my chains And much more bold to speak the word without fear. Remember what we said? When you see somebody who's been through something, if you're a real champion of faith, something just rises up on the inside of you and makes you want to stand up instead of run away. I said, if you really, really are walking with the Lord and the Spirit of God... When you hear somebody going through something, there's just something that just rises up on the inside of you and makes you go to the Lord in prayer, makes you want to do something. It doesn't make you quiver and run. So what are you made out of? Do you have that kind of spirit? I always look for people who've been through some stuff to entrust... What I need for. Paul says that my imprisonment is actually causing people to rise up. You know what that means? It means they quit depending on me to be everything and they started rising up and taking on their own ministry. You do understand what I've told you all these years, don't you? heart of the ministry is out there. It's where you are. People see me coming and they run. As soon as they hear my title, it's gone, it's over, door shut. You are the ministry. Ephesians 4 says people like me, prophets, apostles, pastors, and teachers, are called by God to equip the saints to equip you to encourage and, and you are the ministry rise up so let's move on here paul says there's some out there who are trying to preach Christ from their own, for their own motives you know what i found in the longevity of my ministry is this Sooner or later, those who preach Christ will have our motives revealed. Sooner or later. And the Lord doesn't seem to um, have a problem with people, Uh, He doesn't seem to be worried about His reputation. If people are in places of spiritual leadership and they've got wrong motives and won't repent of them, get exposed. Hey oh boy. The word says in James, Let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, knowing that as such you shall incur a stricter judgment. How many of you really think that's my favorite passage in all the Bible? Not a chance. Paul says, But I do rejoice in this that at least Christ is preached. The Lord sought all that other out. But here's what I want you to focus on today. Verse 19. For I know this. Remember he was incarcerated again. I know this that this will turn out for my deliverance through. Okay I'm fixing to tell you how I'm going to get delivered through your prayer. And. The supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the ministry of the Holy Spirit and your prayer. Do you realize when you are prompted by the Lord about a need, you are going to become a vehicle through which that person you're praying for receives deliverance. Your prayer. Your prayer and the ministry of the Holy Spirit is the difference maker. It is the avenue, it's the vehicle through which God works to do certain things. That's His choice. He made it that way. I'm going to be delivered through your prayer and the supply, the ministry of the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. We talked about that powerful ministry of the Spirit last time. He is the encourager he is the one called along who summons us alongside to help he is he is our teacher our guide our counselor he is the witness of jesus he prays in and, in and for us at all times the the ministry of the holy spirit and the prayers of others i can tell you Dean and I know for a fact that sometimes life can run over you in such a way that you just hope to get up the next day. I've been there. God has gotten me up. Day after day after day after day after day, for years because of your prayers in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You know sometimes you can just be done. You don't know how to pray anymore. You've done all you know to do. You say, "Oh, that's weakness. Sooner or later, you're going to find out how weak you really are. sooner or later how dependent you are on the one who holds it together. What a great song today. But understand this. Sooner or later, in, in, in fact, you have no idea. Only heaven will reveal to you some of the things you have been th- brought through by the prayers of somebody else for you. Do you know that there are saints who've already gone to be with the Lord who right now you are experiencing some of the benefits of their prayers for you and you didn't even know it. So be, let, that, let that get revelation in your spirit that part of your ministry, powerful ministry, that God wants to do in others comes on the vehicle of your prayers. He will supply the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, Louise, I'm so glad you were able to come here today. I don't usually do this. And I would never embarrass anybody about anything private you ever tell me. But I want you to hear that Louise done mine. You (laughs) remember? Louise has always been very open and honest with me. I, I never have to wonder where she is. I love her. All right, now look. Uh, two times ago, we had special prayer in the service for Louise and her family. I told you about what was going on with Chris and the pancreatic cancer. I told you what was going on with his family and the COVID and all that. And uh, Louise sent me a message here. Good morning, Pastor. I want to thank you and, listen to this, and my faith family standing in the gap for me in my family. I feel like we've been in the Valley of Dry Bones lately and feeling, sometimes it seems that our prayers bounce back. But I'm reminded, I I want you to know I am so thankful for my faith family that has lifted me up in this valley. I have certainly felt the prayers. I'm reminded of the paralyzed man in Mark 2. He was totally dependent on the faith and action of his friends that put him down through the roof and directly in the front of Jesus. That that is exactly what my faith family did for me last Sunday. You brought me and my family directly to the throne of grace, presented our needs to Jesus, and we're definitely reaping the benefits of your faith and prayers on our behalf. You know, I've had many encouraging emails, calls, and text messages from my faith family. And on behalf of Louise, thank you. Now that is as crisp and a clear an example of Philippians 119 than I can ever give you. It is through your prayers and the ministry of the Holy Spirit that God does so many things. I'll be honest with you, you know, Jeff, sometimes in our own valley, I didn't know what to do or what to say, and you have no idea. I'm taking you into my private closet of prayer. Sometimes I've said, God, call out the intercessors today. I don't have a clue what to say. You're supposed to be a pastor. You don't. Let me tell you something. You're going to get to a place in your life one day where you can't figure it out. You're going to have to trust the Lord. Amen. The prayer of the saints and the ministry of the Spirit, hallelujah, is the key to deliverance. Paul goes on to say this. He says, you know, the key is that Christ is going to be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. You see that at the end of verse 20? How many of you you are in Christ today? Do you know beyond any shadow of a doubt that whether you live or die, you're not going to lose? Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is what? See, we tend to say, and, and we even have this, this language, well, you may lose. We lost so and so. Well, we may have lost it, but I want to tell you, anybody in Christ has gained. Gained. He says, but if I'm, on, if I'm to live on in the flesh, this will mean I will bear more fruit for my labor. Then he gives us something that is such an honest word there in verse 22. What I shall choose, I don't know. I can't even tell. I don't even understand it myself. You know what Paul's saying is? He's saying, I've got such a dilemma on the inside of me, I want so desperately to go on and be with Jesus. That's gain. That's where I want to be. Yet to remain on and to serve you, Feels like it's going to be necessary. 23, I am hard pressed between the two. I want to go be with Christ, but I realize that you need me. I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, verse 24, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. And being confident of this, I know that I shall remain and continue with you, all of you, for your your progress and the joy of your faith. So even in this dilemma, the Spirit of God was showing him, it's a whole lot better to go on and be with me, you got that to look forward to, but I'm not done with you yet. I still have an assignment. I still want to bear fruit through your life, Paul. And these people need you. And evidently the Spirit of God gave Paul assurance that he was supposed to stay, that now was not the right time. He was supposed to stay. Boy. In fact, he did stay. This was written about 61 A.D., and he, even though he was incarcerated at the time, he got released and went on about ministry and didn't go on and be with the Lord for several more years. Serving the Lord, writing under the inspiration of the Scripture a lot of the New Testament. You ought to welcome the reality of, Of departing and being with Christ but you ought to understand that if you have life and breath today you have an assignment right here God is not finished with you God is not finished with you I've told you many times about my own adventure with the Lord And asking him to take me home. And that's now been 17 years ago. He overruled it and said, you're not going anywhere. You can get there. You can get there. But I want to tell you something. You have a ministry right now. If all you see is I am to pray for others in faith. And I am to rely on the Holy Spirit to do what only He can do. For whatever reason, God has chosen to do certain things through the agency, through the vehicle of the prayers of others. I'll tell you one thing. Your pastors pray for you every day. Every day. Every day. God is doing something in you long as you have breath there is a reason and a purpose for that life well that is the word of the living God let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him by His Spirit to reveal to us what we need to know embrace the ministry God's given you today embrace that ministry to pray for others, recognizing that God is using the vehicle of your prayer. Don't get discouraged. I know there are those who don't get the result that they wanted to to receive. Some have said, well, I'm just not going to pray anymore. What a fatal mistake. That is a fatal mistake. And boy, will the spirit of deception and the evil one jump on you when you I want to tell you something and there are those who say well I don't understand why Pastor Steve prayed all these years and God didn't answer his prayer the way he expected and wanted and desired he and Dina I don't understand everything I don't get it but I'll tell you this it's the spirit of the Lord who did not abandon us and who gave us the strength to keep on living and bearing fruit for all these years. Just because you go through stuff don't mean God's not hearing and answering your prayer. I wanna remind you of a passage in Romans 14. Yes, there are benefits in prayer that are ours bought and paid for by the cross. But I want you to know that those benefits are always, always distributed by the owner of those benefits. Romans 14, whether we live, we live to the Lord. Whether we die, we die to the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. We don't own ourselves. We're stewards, but we're not owners. God not finished with you yet. Go into that ministry of prayer for other people. He'll use you. You may see the results, you may not. Just know that the word is clear. That he will finish what he has started. What a promise. Father, I pray that by your spirit, you will make these words indelible in our heart. We thank you that to live is Christ and to die is gain. We thank You that in Christ we can't lose how we praise You. And we thank You, O oh God, that even in our circumstances that we don't like and try to wiggle out of, we thank You even in those circumstances You're doing something. You are setting a stage for Your glory through our response. Remind us to get into a place of praise and worship. Remind us for our perspective to be constantly corrected and line up with heaven's perspective. Remind us God, that you're the author of every good and perfect gift. In the precious and holy name of Jesus. Thank you for your prayers Pastor Jeremiah is ministering at Mountaintop Church. A lot of the ball teams around, uh, high school teams around Bestavia are in that service today. Would you pray that the Lord will use him mightily there uh, as they're preparing to get into high school athletics, high school. God's given him a great voice there. We'll go with God. He's going with you. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for being here.